Okay, San Francisco, damn, I thank you for tuning in. Didi LaFrac, keep it real, won't you tell it like it is. Bohemian woman up in San Francisco, talking life plenty convo. Super honest, you already know, the dopest, coolest podcast, yo. Yeah, sharing her life, her stories, I hope you ready, sit back, relax. Hi everybody, it's Didi, this is San Francisco, damn, for Monday. Hey everybody, this is Didi. Hi, everybody. It's Dee Dee. This is San Francisco Dam for Monday, January 16th, 2023. I am calling this Marvelous Monday. It is a federal holiday here in North America, Martin Luther King's birthday. I would like to remind you that MLK Day got started as a national federal holiday in the year 1986. They were talking about doing it before that, and Congress said no. The person who pushed that to happen, the man who pushed this to happen, is my girlhood hero, my emotional father figure, and my favorite artist. That's right, Stevie Wonder did it, and that is when Ronald Reagan was president. Stevie has a song called Happy Birthday. If you don't know it, you should know it. And he pushed that, and then Reagan did the right thing. And here we are today. A lot of people are off. Banks are closed, so people have that last holiday. Guys, San Fran fentanyl is still off the chain. Oh, my goodness, all this crap is happening. I am coming out supporting the man who water-hosed the vagrant. Yep, I don't know this guy on Twitter. I say that he is an elder abuse victim, probably has PTSD, and should sue the city. There are thousands of vagrant drug addicts enabled to rot on the sidewalks of San Francisco. Many of those are black people. The point I'm making here is San Francisco could care less about all the black junkies, mentally ill drug addicts, rotting away on the sidewalks. They don't care until they get to virtue signal so if you didn't know there is an older white guy owns a gallery he had called the police 25 times i'll say it again and i've said said that here at this show imagine calling the police 25 times because a persistent vagrant refuses to leave the area in front of your domicile or your business imagine 25 times not once not twice that would freak you out. That's that's high stress. And then the person keeps coming back and back. They don't leave. Supposedly, they masturbate in public. Supposedly, they are smearing feces around the area, which is what they do. San Francisco is out of control. The sidewalks are squats. The junkies are riding on sidewalks. And they get territorial because they, they slip into madness. If you were allowed to live outdoors like a dog, it would make you crazy. Now, I have enough emotional intelligence to understand from the perspective of the addict, and I have to say, a little overshare, I have a family member who is deceased that was an addict living under a bridge, and they drowned in a double drowning. I'll repeat, 
My family member was an addict, a junkie, living under a bridge in the wintertime and perished in a double drowning. So you think I don't know what these addicts are going through? It's the worst possible thing that they should be allowed to live outdoors like dogs. It makes them crazy. They don't behave normally. So when you come outside of your domicile or your business and you say, would you please leave? I need to clean the sidewalk. They don't have anything else going on in their life. They're going to say, heck no. Who are you to tell me to move? Because they don't have anything going on. Do you get it? They're living outdoors like animals, completely dehumanized, completely animalized. And that story keeps cycling and cycling. NAACP is involved. Well, why aren't they involved about the thousands of black junkies and the, and the black criminals? And I'm going to close this topic by saying... All public agencies knew that this black person who got water hosed by an elder abused guy who cracked, they all knew it and they did nothing until somebody took a video of this guy cracking, hosing down the sidewalk and hosing this person down who refused to move because they were crazy. A storm. Weather-wise, it's been raining harder than I can remember, and I'm here in San Francisco since the 80s. I love when it rains. I frankly wish it was torrential rains every day here in San Francisco. I'd walk down the street in a bikini. I'm like, hey, it's so safe. So it looks like it might not rain. I wish it would rain tonight, uh, but I don't think it's going to rain anymore. But we had a lot of rain, so I guess the drought is over. So guys, on this Martin Luther King Day, the 16th of January, month almost over, going to be another fast moving year. I want to talk about my books my books. <laughs> Ooh. Now the books, Ooh. the variety of editing, you have to do different editing, line editing, uh, proofreading. I had a book that got edited and the guy said, did you know you made one character? First he was 29 years old and then he was 32 years old in this other chapter. That is why you get different eyeballs to read your books because it's like a puzzle. You're writing 10,000 words, maybe 30,000 words, maybe 5,000 words, but it's a puzzle and every word has to be correct because these books are so out there. Two of them have explicit content warning, explicit content. Some have some characters are racist. What? They're based in San Francisco. Uh, there's pornography. There's duplicity. There's closeted, homose closeted homosexuality. <laughs> Whew, I've spent many years researching that. And, and on that topic, the biggest homophobes are gay men. I'm going to repeat, the biggest homophobes are gay men. I'll say it again. The biggest homophobes are gay men. Let me, let me explain. Now, this isn't the Underground Railroad. Most of America, you can come out and be gay. So when these men say, well, I have to be closeted because they could discriminate against me. No, 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 that's a lie. What they want is perceived straight privilege. They don't want to be perceived as a gay man because they don't like what that means. It's like somebody passing for black, but I, I want to stay on the topic of closeted homosexuality and why gay men are the biggest homophobes. So there is a subculture, which I've researched 
on one book. I started writing one book in the year 2017, and it's 2023 right now. So that's six years. I wrote the book, let it uh, marinate, sat it down. A lot of authors do that, have these manuscripts and go back to it. And what I discovered, but I knew it already here in San Francisco since the 80s, gay men get up with women who do not know they're gay the majority of the time. That's called bearding. So they fake pretending they're straight, making a woman's life miserable so they could go undercover and have sex with other gay men who are pretending they're straight. Do you get this? Are you following me? And anybody, when you hear any guy talk about gay men, this gay man, that I hate gay men, he's gay. He's a repressed gay man. That's why I said gay men are the biggest homophobe. Straight men don't care what gay men are doing. And straight men are not having sex with these undercovers. It is bi and queer men. All right, I thought I would just clear this up. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. And happy MLK Day for those of you who got the day off work. This is your show for Monday, January 16th, 2023. I am Dee Dam. I love you. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. Thank you for listening to San Francisco Dam with Dee Dee Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Anchor App, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found.